Maurice and I would like to take a little time to thank Robert Rogers and all the folks at Parks Motor Sales for sponsoring the Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today special guest podcast. When you need special treatment during your next new or pre-owned vehicle purchase, visit Parks Motor Sales at 919 Nashville Highway in Columbia or visit them online at parksmotorsales.com. Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. Once again, with Mo, here's Chris. Welcome back into Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint. Chris Yamo Patton, Coach Mike, in the house. Thank you guys for hanging out with us here on this Tuesday as we get ready to continue talking about uh, local sports and the teams that you care about. Um, if you're listening on WKOM, we appreciate it. WZYX down in Franklin County. Thank you for joining us and on Facebook as well. Facebook live. If you are not watching on Facebook live, you don't have Facebook. That's okay. Go to our website, sm-tnsports.com. That's all available there for you to watch live and in person. We are, I don't know why you would want to see our faces, but it's okay. If you do, you can. That's all we're saying. <laughs> this makes it a little easier. you got to turn the radio on. Or you can just turn your computer up and then move about. You can just listen. You don't have to look at us. As Chris said, I'm, I'm perfectly fine with that. As long as you're listening. That's right. As long as you're listening. If you missed any part of today's show, the podcast is available also at the website, sm-tnsports.com. Podcast tab is available the Hour 2 podcast by itself, the Prep Sports Hour in the first hour, also available by itself, and the Special Guest Podcast. If you just want to hear Mike Keith, you can, because we're going to bring him on to the show right now. On the Parks Motor Sales Hotline, joining us is the voice of the Titans, Mike Keith. Mike, welcome into the show. Thanks for uh, coming on. Chris, Mo, it's great to be with you. we got to fix this intro, though. <laughs> What's happening? Well, Voice of the Titans... And 2021 oh, that's right. Tennessee Sports Hall of Fame inductee, Mike Keith. Can't beat that. So we, we just want to be accurate in, <laughs> in, our, in our introduction of the VOT. Or just rub it in is what you're saying. No, no, man. No, not giving you the business, giving you your props, man. Congratulations. Well, I was um, – as as a fellow Franklin resident, I was really proud to see this for you. Um, just Thank you. Um, this this man said so. We're not going to talk about defensive backs today. <laughs> <laughs> he was very upset. <laughs> yeah, well, he was ready to talk about he he was he was ready to talk about defensive backs because he does his homework, you know. So they they in in Brad Willis's never ending attempt to really get you guys he really got you i mean charles davis 
and you were were set up to talk about defensive backs heading into the draft. Is that is that well, what the setup was? Well, see, that, I mean, let's take the back story all the way because so Charles and I go back thirty five years, mm-hmm. and Charles has gone on to become this big dog nationally, and he works with us. One of the things we worked really hard on was to get Charles to do our preseason games because we thought getting Dan Haley and Charles Davis would make us look big time because a lot of teams do that. You know, they use national guys, but here are two national guys who are Tennessee graduates. I didn't realize Dan Haley was a Tennessee graduate. Dan Haley's a Tennessee graduate. That's right. Okay. So you're saying, okay, this is really super. And so we get this done. And, you know, and now we have this relationship with Charles on a professional level to where we do use him for a few things. But my big thing, Mo, is I just don't want to waste his time because he's so busy. Mm-hmm. You know, he's he's Madden and he's Sirius XM NFL Radio and he's CBS and he's NFL Network and – I mean, all this stuff. And so we put together this feature as a demo. And so I took like three hours to write everything and send everything. And I'm thinking I'm coordinating, coordinating everybody, which I'm not. I'm being, I'm being absolutely hosed in this whole thing. And I don't have any idea. And, and so when they bring Eddie George on, I'm just, and you could see it in my face. I'm thinking, Eddie George doesn't know Jack about defensive backs in this draft. I'm thinking this is some guy in our office who just thinks, hey, let's put Eddie George on here because he's famous. I love Eddie George. I get his appeal. I, you know, there's no question. But I'm thinking, okay, this is some millennial who just thinks it would be a great idea to have Eddie George on this feature because Charles Davis is not big enough. So I don't even hear anything Eddie George says for the first 30 seconds, because there's all this stuff rattling around in my mind. What are we doing is basically <laughs> the clean version of it. And, <laughs> and then he started talking about the Tennessee sports hall of fame. And I'm like, what? <laughs> and, and that was that. So I've watched Brad Willis since he came on the job get, about 20 people and, <laughs> and you and were 21 most, huh i'm the most got of all of them yes if you got to get got though that's not bad yeah i mean it, getting good news is i i don't think anybody's ever going to be too troubled to get good news if you are you you know you're sucking on a lemon all the time and you need to get a life so uh yeah i but yeah, they still had some fun with it, you know, and now they're having to tell me, like I did a fan thing yesterday. We called it a Titans huddle with our season ticket members. And when I walked in the studio, the producer immediately said, now this is a real thing. We're not just getting you here. We're really going to do this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause, cause now, now they always have to clarify it, I guess. Wait a minute. Clarify, are, yeah, are, like, are you getting uh, me again or what? What's, what's up do here? I want to, do I want to prepare for this or do I just want to know you're going to stick? You know, that's the whole thing. But no, it's, it was a lot of fun and to have family and friends there and, 
my Titans radio family and to have Eddie do it, you know, because Eddie is Mr. Titan. I mean, it's just so special. And I mean, you know this, I'm from here and uh, the Tennessee Sports Hall of Fame means a lot to me because I think it's an important part of what sports sort of represents in our culture. I mean, sports has been a very important part of, of a lot of things in our state, a lot of more important things than just a, a score or a ball game. Um, it's, it has, it has brought a lot of people together for a long time. And I just think the, the overwhelming part of it is it is a fabric of our culture overall, whatever sports you're talking about, uh, you know, athletics and the gathering and the following and the enjoying and the bringing together. And so I've been involved with the Tennessee Sports Hall of Fame for over 20 years. And to now, you know, be a part of it is just beyond my wildest dreams. It was announced, I think, on Saturday that David Poole, general manager of the Nashville Predators, will also be in this induction class. He is the 11th announced inductee. Um, you two will join, among others, a, a trio of former Tennessee, former University of Tennessee athletic standouts, um, Bill Bates, Reggie Johnson, and Todd Helton. And I know that um, you and Todd in particular were, were on campus at roughly the same time. So I would imagine that kind of makes it even more special for you. Todd is like an Eddie George or Steve McNair or Chris Johnson or Derek Henry or Javon Curse in my life. Because when you get to call these great, exciting players, they they make you as an announcer because they give you these moments that are just fantastic. I mean, Todd Helton was a college baseball player of the year in 95, and I had him for three years. And I knew him well because I covered him in high school, at Central High School, too. And, and like you, I, you know, I spent a lot of time in preps and – so to carry that relationship on to, to UT baseball and to have UT baseball blossom while he was there, um, it was it was an incredibly special time. And, and I mean, honestly, I don't have this job today if it wasn't for him and that experience, because that was the majority of where my play-by-play experience came before I got this job. I had done football and I'd done basketball, but the biggest level where I got work on a on a you know a scale where people noticed is when Tennessee baseball exploded I've often told um, younger people that my play-by-play experience came via two two rules rule one does John Ward not want to do it and rule two does Bob Kessling not want to do it if if the two of them didn't want to do it or weren't available I was number three and uh, so being the third choice wasn't all bad when it came to UT baseball, but without Todd Helton, it doesn't, I don't think anything happens for me as far as a play-by-play announcer. I really don't. I mean, he, he had these dramatic moments and I mean, you could set it up, you know, he's going to the plate two on two out bottom of the night, you know, down by two runs and you're setting up, you know, does he hit a home run right here? And then he hits a home run. And you're like, yeah, yeah, I'm pretty lucky. <laughs> you're, you know you're not good. You know you're lucky. So you just take it. You're like, thank you. Appreciate you. Well, you know, 
being lucky is great, but you still got to be able to take advantage of it, just like the three hours that you put in getting ready for that defensive backs <laughs> thing that that didn't hey, come off. That would off. still be a great feature, hey, Mo. Uh, that would still be a great feature. I'm telling you. <laughs> so, you know, I don't want to interject because the Hall of Famers are talking. But... Oh, I don't. I, Mo Patton was a Hall of Famer long before me. Are you kidding? Only only eleven, ten, ten or eleven months. Uh, no. <laughs> um, but I do want to ask about those defensive backs because let's yeah. let's give you a chance to at least use what you what you prepared for. Is there anybody in this draft that the Titans need to be looking for? There's a lot of somebody, and that's the great news because this is this draft is full of defensive backs, all shapes and sizes, corners, nickels, safeties, big safeties that can play linebacker, speed corners, corners with length. I mean, you got everything that you could possibly want. This draft is, Chris, I, I think, full of wide receivers. It's a better overall wide receiver draft than last year. And this draft is full of offensive tackles and guards. But many of the of the offensive tackles will also become good guards in the pros. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the Titans' very specific needs are met by what this draft has. So let's say you stay at 22, okay? Let's say you're picking at 22, and there is a player on the board you just cannot pass up. You say, we're just not going to be able to get a player like this next year who is – a wide receiver. Well, you can grab it. Um, maybe your top corner is still on the board. You can grab it. Uh, maybe an edge rusher with great potential is there. You can grab it. I don't think you're taking a running back, okay? I don't think you're taking a quarterback. But I think anything else is is basically on the board. And that part of it, you know, Gentry Estes wrote a piece about what if Devontae Smith starts falling because of his size could you pick him there based on the fact that you say oh no if we don't take this corner then we're not going to get one the answer is you're going to be able to get one so you can you can grab somebody that you otherwise couldn't get that's why the first round pick I think could come from a lot of positions and that makes you dangerous if you're the Titans because other teams don't know what you're going to do. That's where you want to be in the first round. You don't want other teams to know what you're going to do. You don't because have, then they then they deal with you. You don't want to have uh, you, you you don't want people to know what you're going to do, but you also don't want to have so many holes that people don't know what you're going to do. <laughs> so there's that. It's kind of well, like catch I, I mean, twenty two. Yeah, it, it is, but I think at this point, Chris, um, it's a re- because of the salary cap this year mm-hmm. and the lack of money in the market, I think a lot of teams are going to be in that place. I mean, if you look at the 65 players on our roster right now, I mean, we, I mean, we don't have enough corners. We don't have enough receivers. We don't have enough depth in the offensive line. But, but everybody's like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, virtually every team is in that position. So the the neediness that's there in this draft is so common, it's not going to hurt you as it might in another year. Now, what what you're, what you're going to see, I mean, the free agent signings have almost completely come to a stop. Mm-hmm. 
and that's because there's no money in the market. So I think you will see a trickle of free agent signings between now and the draft in 30 days. And then you'll see the draft, and then you'll see teams cut a bunch of guys because they got what they needed in the draft, and then they will free up money to go back into free agency for some of those veterans in May. It's it's an incredibly unusual flow to the year because we're technically 13 days into free agency, and it is virtually stopped. We are speaking on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline with the VOT, the voice of the Titans, 2021 Tennessee Sports Hall of Fame inductee Mike Keith. Um, Mike, when you talk about being able to fill holes with the draft, theoretically that sounds great mm-hmm. until you pick an Isaiah Wilson. I mean, how does that impact the Titans going forward with that thought process? I mean, do you do you – do you say, whoa, hold up, we can't necessarily count on these guys no matter how much due diligence we do? How does that pick impact their mindset going forward? I don't think it impacts their mindset any from the standpoint that they have a formula, they have a method, and they're going to work the formula and the method, and they're going to stick with it the same way they got Derrick Henry in the second round. I mean, Derrick Henry might be a Hall of Famer. And there were 44 players picked before him. You know, you know, they got Ryan Tannehill in exchange for a fourth-round pick. That's pretty good. I mean, that, that worked. Um, the, the Isaiah Wilson thing was a bad miss. And I think it does, to your question, Mo, what it, what it does is it makes you look at every part of your process I think the on-campus visits are so more important than what anybody realized for, you know, some, I, I, certainly the people who do it for a living realized it. But I think those of us on the outside realize it now. Hmm. Because when you go and do the on-campus visits, which did not happen last year because of when COVID hit. So you walk in a building at a university and you, you've covered it. You know how it works. And those scouts are around, and the scout knows the recruiting secretary. And the scout knows the person in the film office. And the scout knows the folks in the cafeteria. And the scout knows an associate AD who's around the football program. Those people tell them stuff that don't show up in the Mel Kuyper report. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. They'll say, hey, what about this Wilson cat? And you'll get intel like, well, you know, he's a bit squirrely or he's this or, you know. Or even if they don't say it, you can just kind of see their face when you ask them and the expression. uh, Yeah, well, I talked about last week on the OTP, the official Titans podcast. When I covered Tennessee, I would stand at the pro days just watching and there would be scouts who I knew. And they would say, how is so-and-so to deal with? Hmm. And they knew I would tell them because there was nothing in it for me. You know, sometimes coaches don't know everything that goes on with their players Mm. because they're busy. They're busy coaching. Coaching. They're busy recruiting the next set of guys. But 
the people who work in the buildings know how people really are. And they also know who they're hanging around with. They know what's going on that, that maybe doesn't show up when everybody's on their best behavior when they're in a team meeting. And those are the sorts of things that I think I think it's a big reason why even with limited numbers at the pro days, John Robinson is going out himself to investigate more and more of this. Um, you know, it's tough. I mean, the Isaiah Wilson thing, it, it's crushing for a lot of reasons because, I mean, by all rights, he ought to be our right tackle right now. You know, last year was going to be a redshirt year for him. We knew that. But at some point, we thought he'd be, he would be ready to take over. So that's a hold. Now, fortunately, we didn't invest the fifth pick in him. And fortunately, we didn't invest $40 million in him. And the other thing, too, is they didn't invest any more time in him. Mm -hmm. When they realized that he was not going to be a professional, that he was going to act like, you know, he was 16 years old, they cut him. That's what a good football team does. You say goodbye to your mistakes. And it was a mistake. Let's face it. Uh, and it happens. So it's not the first time. It's, over. it's not the yeah. last time. And it, and it's over, exactly. So we can finally be done with Isaiah Wilson. Thank goodness. Much necessary. Oh. Mike Keith, the Vot, 2021 Tennessee Sports Hall of Fame inductee. Really appreciate you deigning to spend some time with us this morning. Stop. <laughs> the only problem I have right now, I have two. I have Mo making fun of me, and they're getting ready to deliver my mower, and my dogs are going to go crazy. So I, I'm fearing that. Well, I got to get my mower back, guys. Uh, you know that's my only, that's my only, that's the biggest problem I have going right now. Being on with you is a good thing. Well, man, we we appreciate you spending some time with us here on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline. We're going to let you get out and deal with that yard, and um, we will catch up with you soon. I look forward to it. Thank you. Thanks, See Mike. Ya. All right, we'll be right back on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint with the top five movie sequels of all time. Stick around. Thank you for listening to the Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today special guest podcast brought to you by Parks Motor Sales. Don't forget to listen each day live 9 to 11 a.m. on WKOM 1017 FM in Columbia. Also visit our website sm-tnsports.com for more local sports coverage in Southern Middle Tennessee.